0: Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Kieker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online at SeniorCareLive.com. That's L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. Or you can give us a phone call at one 800 331 Six four four five. Okay, we have an excellent program for you here today. Several things that I want to talk about on the, on the show today. Uh, first of all, the most commonly asked question, the FAQ, right? Frequently asked question. The most commonly asked question I have received in almost 20 years of operating Senior Care Consulting is, hey, Steve, when is the right time to move? When should we think about moving from our home to a senior care community? And uh, I tell you what—that's—I mean that—that's a tough, tough question. And sometimes it's pretty obvious. I, it's horribly obvious. Where there's just there's no doubt about it. Uh, sometimes there've been frequent hospitalizations, several hospitalizations over the past. Uh, you know short period of time and uh, or or it's just, it's just grossly obvious that this individual will not be able to remain independent at home and it's it's time but i'll have to say way way more often than not it's not that obvious there is a lot of gray in this decision when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. So I uh, always like to break this down into some things that should trigger that conversation of when to move from your home to senior care community. Number one, number one, no doubt about it, when there's a safety issue. So when it's no longer safe to live at home. And a lot of these are related to memory challenges Maybe some memory loss, you know, some dementia, Alzheimer's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Not all of them, but some, of, several of them. But uh, so the first one, you know, leaving the stovetop burners on—that that's pretty, that's pretty common, actually. I, I've heard—I don't know how many times I've heard that. Oh my goodness! Uh, it, because, and again, with, with your memory, you may turn it on and then you don't remember to turn it off, and. Uh, you know, one lady said we were watching my mom through our our video cameras, and she just took the can of Hormel chili and dumped it on a red hot burner, without the pan, <laughs> and it was smoking everywhere. Oh my goodness! And but you know, leaving these stovetop burners on, uh, especially a gas burner, that could be that's obviously a major safety issue. But these things are also very easy to fix. So you can, if it's an electric range you can flip the breaker and just cut off the power. If it's gas, usually there's a there's a shutoff valve going to the going to the gas range or stovetop. So you can do that and take care of that easily. But that's uh, if you're not thinking about that, it's not a problem until it is a problem. And so you might want to be kind of proactive when you look at that. Number two, if an individual wanders away and can't find their way back home. So, we hear that all the time uh, through the news. It's a silver alert, right? So we have these silver alerts where an individual will either wander away from their house, uh, or or their apartment, or it could be their senior care community, and uh, or sometimes they will they'll drive away. My grandpa did this. He went out to run quote I'm putting up my air quotes here a couple of errands. And uh, they lived in Topeka at that time. He ended up in Lawrence. It was after dark. He lost his way. I was able to find him, fortunately. He was okay. He was a little dehydrated and really hungry. Uh, but that, you know, that he ended up that was okay. He, he ended up just fine. but uh, unfortunately, some of these silver alerts, and we didn't have a silver alert on him because we found him. But uh, these silver alerts, someone is missing. They've either walked away or driven away. And some of these silver alerts end um, in the death of an individual. So it's a very serious matter. And obviously, it's a safety concern. Then malnutrition and dehydration. This one flies under the radar a little bit. Because you just assume someone is drinking enough. You just assume someone is eating but I wouldn't be so quick to make those assumptions. You know what they say about assume, how you spell that out, right? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Um, I worked with a gentleman. He assumed that his dad was doing just fine until he started, uh, uh, you know, he'll swing by his dad's house and spend more and more time with him as his dad began to decline further and further, and he discovered that his dad, what do you know what his dad was literally existing on? This is no kidding. He said, Steve, my dad eats a package of Oreos every day. That's all he eats. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? (laughs) And he's not drinking any water, Uh, So he's dehydrated and obviously not eating properly. Sometimes there is no food at all or not enough food in the house. So malnutrition and dehydration, it flies under the radar a little bit. That's a huge, huge safety health-related concern. And unsanitary living conditions due to neglect – so again don't assume that your loved one can properly take care of uh, you know cleaning up you know the bathroom keeping the house orderly and clean and and in, in good living condition because that may not be happening so as an individual continues to decline further and further they're just less able to do some of these things, and before too long, it doesn't take too long to be living in squalor, and it's uh, that can happen very quickly. Uh, Injuries at home, frequent falls, frequent hospitalizations, all of these things fall into the category of no longer safe to live at home. And then not taking your medications on time, or not at all that one definitely flies under the radar a little bit as a safety concern, but that's a, that's a huge huge major issue uh, and as we get older we have some of these medications that may help us breathe may help our hearts may help whatever it is and you start missing those medications or not taking them at the right time or maybe taking two doses at once, or just forgetting them, et cetera, uh, that, that is a major, major health concern under the area of safety. So I'd be very, very aware of that, check up on that. And then financial abuse, elder financial abuse. This is a major issue, and I, I just get so disgusted when I hear about these stories. And guess what? Most elder financial abuse that I hear about, it comes from the inner circle. It's not just some random stranger, you know, hitting someone over the head and taking their purse or their wallet. That's not what this is. Elder financial abuse is someone who has worked their way into the trust of the elderly person and has somehow convinced them to start buying them things or giving them money. Or letting them borrow their charge card or whatever it is, signing their car over to them, signing their house over to them. I've heard so many stories, it'll just, it would make your head spin. And the worst part about most of the vast majority of these stories this elder financial abuse comes from family members, sons, daughters, grandchildren, cousins. Uh, it it comes from within it is just uh, it, it just it blows my mind it's not anything that would literally ever enter my mind in uh, as far as trying to do that or even thinking about doing that Thank goodness my mind is not wired that way <laughs> right and I, and I think most people that's the case but oh boy I've heard some doozies uh, some other trusted inner circle people would be, Maybe a caregiver, someone that you've hired directly, coming in to provide care. It could be a caregiver from uh, one of the uh, one of the care services that that would be available. It could be someone from church, someone from work. It could be a neighbor. It's to, it's usually someone who is known and trusted. And then all of a sudden, there goes five thousand dollars. All of a sudden. Your, your car title is, is is signed over to someone else. All of a sudden, there's a Christmas shopping spree on the, the MasterCard, et cetera, et cetera. It just goes on forever. I've heard so many stories. It, it's just terrible. So when to consider moving from your home home to a senior care community, number one, the number one thing that should trigger that conversation of considering moving from your home to a senior care community when it is no longer safe to live at home. And coming up next, I will give you numbers two, three, and four to answer that question. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. All assisted living communities provide memory care is that statement true or false the answer coming up next you're listening to senior care live on the senior care broadcasting network for more information call now toll free 1-800-331-6445 operators are standing by 1-800-331-6445 i'll be right back Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget you can stream this program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com or through the app, Audacy, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. All assisted living communities provide memory care. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is true. The answer is true. However, there's a catch. There is a catch. So all providers, all of these different care communities, they can all provide memory care. But here's the footnote to that, the little asterisk there to a certain extent. So if someone's just pleasantly confused, a little memory loss, and just, just very, very, very mild, mild symptoms or issues that would go along with that, whatever particular type of dementia that they may have, then all of these care communities can care for someone like that. However, and it's a huge however, Once a person begins to decline through that disease of dementia, Alzheimer's, Lewy body, I mean, there are a lot of different forms of dementia, but once they start that decline, some other things could pop up and become an issue. So once a person becomes an elopement risk or a flight risk, where they're trying to leave the building intentionally or unintentionally, you have to keep that person safe. If a person is at risk of becoming overstimulated, where they need just a smaller environment, less stimulation, etc., those are the two top reasons that an individual would need to move to the memory care portion or the memory care neighborhood, the memory care unit within that assisted living community. And guess what? Not all assisted living providers offer memory care. Now they will all say, oh yeah, we offer memory care, but do you have a locked, secured, properly staffed memory care neighborhood within your building? Oh, well, no, we don't have that, but we offer memory care, okay. Well, so you need to understand if you choose a place like that and they don't have a memory care unit or neighborhood, which is a separate space within the building dedicated to providing specialized care for a resident with cognitive impairment. If they don't have that, and your loved one, all of a sudden is, you're not an elopement risk or a flight risk until you are, (laughs) okay? And just one day, all of a sudden, boom, you are. Uh, Now, you you may not ever be an elopement risk, but uh, it's very, very common. So the second that if if you've chosen a place that does not offer a memory care unit or neighborhood. And the the second you're an elopement risk, the second you become uh, agitated because you're completely overstimulated uh, and they don't have that, well you're going to be asked to leave. Well wait a minute. I thought you said you offered memory care. Oh, we do, but just to a certain just to a certain level, just to a certain extent. Okay, why do you think so many people are contacting senior care consulting to help them through that search and selection process? We don't let our clients make a mistake. And if we had a client, I'm working with a family right now, and their dad is pretty early in that dementia decline, so he doesn't need memory care right now. But guess what we're looking at? We're going to be looking at assisted living communities that also have a memory care unit so that should the time come where he needs that specific memory care, he could just easily and and very, very, very conveniently transition to the memory care portion of the community and not have to move. So we've covered our bases there. All right, so we're talking about the most frequently or commonly asked question I've had in the last almost 20 years, when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. Number one is if we have a safety issue. It's no longer safe to live at home. Number two, the caregiver's health and well-being are in decline. I would say this is a very close number two, maybe a 1A And so what we're talking about, the caregiver's health and well-being, we're talking about your mental health, emotional, spiritual, and of course, your physical health. And so as caregivers, we place our needs, our, our own personal needs on the back burner. We pour everything we have into caring for this person that we love so much. We skip our own doctor's and dentist appointments. We withdraw from social activities and... That's just it's just all that we do. And all of a sudden, you notice that your mom is caring for your dad, and all of a sudden, your mom's not looking so well either. Well, guess what? That's because she's being crushed, and I mean crushed, by the stress of being a caregiver. No, 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 honey. Well, I, I don't need any help. I've got this. Well, guess what? She might not have it. She needs some help. Just don't let it... Don't let it decline to this to this point. Uh, so all of a sudden now you have two people declining, not just one, and now you're in big trouble. Now you're in real trouble. You have to uh, you have to step in and you have to address this. So and let me say this, and I won't go into too much detail, but stress is a very very powerful force. I have seen a lot of caregivers pass away way before the person they were caring for, because the stress just crushed them. They had a stroke, they had a heart attack, they didn't keep up on the medical appointments, and they died. That is a very sad thing to see or to hear about, and uh, and frankly, uh, that could have been prevented. That could have been prevented. So don't let that happen. So, when to consider moving from your home to senior care community when the caregiver's health and well being are in decline? That's a number two, a close number two, or a 1A. All right, number three, when the cost of in home care becomes too expensive. Now, if you've listened to this program for any time, you know I'm a huge, huge fan of home care. Uh, home care uh, really, really solves a lot of issues. Uh, and a lot of times you can get by with you know, four hours a day, three days a week, maybe six or eight hours a day, a certain number of uh, days per week. But if that continues to increase and rises to the level of 24 hours, we're looking at $15,000 to $25,000 per month. And I don't care how much money you have, that's a lot of money, maybe too expensive. So uh, so uh, it could just be a the financially driven decision. And last but not least, when the care that you provide is just not enough, why not consider moving your role, just making a change from the caregiver, the hands-on care provider, to the care manager or the care advocate, meaning We can find a great place that can provide great care for your loved one and then your role will switch to the the care advocate. Speak on behalf of your loved one. Make sure they're getting everything they need and the great care that they deserve. And then you can then transition your role back to its more traditional role of the loving son or daughter or grandchild or spouse. So those are the top four things that should trigger the conversation of when to consider moving from your home to a senior care community. I have a whole lot more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out our podcast of all of the recent episodes at SeniorCareLive.com and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, listen up and pay special attention. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a Consumer Alert. Consumer Alert. Okay, so I received a very interesting email this last week, and it, it caught me off guard a little bit because I've not seen an email like this before. But I opened it up and it said, uh, uh, Hello, and how are you doing? And hope you're having a great day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We've just been informed by our corporate office that we will no longer be working with professional referral services. We thank you for all of your referrals and working with you in the past. If anything changes, we will let you know. And I was pretty sure I knew what they were talking about, so I gave them a call. Because guess what, Senior Care Consulting is a professional placement service. It's not a referral service, there's a big difference there. So I called up, and uh, and this was a new person in this role. Introduced myself, and I said, hey, I, I just read your email, and I'm assuming that you're talking about all of these free, quote-unquote, free referral services where they will refer someone to you, If that someone chooses you, you pay them a large fee for service, a large fee. She said, yep, exactly. And she listed off all of the companies because these things are just popping up like weeds. And I said, and I'm also assuming that this does not apply to senior care consulting because our business model And everything we do is kind of the polar opposite of all of that. And I explain that our business model is a flat fee for service. We are paid by our clients to represent them. Uh, There is not a single penny ever, ever paid to senior care consulting by any care provider. She goes, that is fantastic. She was new here. Okay, So she said, first of all, I am just amazed. That's fantastic. Of course, this does not apply to you. And uh, I said, so, you know, when I come in the door with a family or with with my clients, you don't have to hide your checkbook. I'm not gonna hit you up for one or two or 3,000 or 5,000 or more dollars, (laughs) right? We're there to objectively see the place, ask some questions, gather some information, and then move along. And then my clients will choose from you know, one of the top three places that we visited. That's how the whole thing works. She was so impressed. She wants me to run by some business cards because she said, we have a lot of times where someone comes here and we're just not the right fit. I would be happy to refer them to you. I think this sounds like an amazing service. I said, thank you very much. So the point is, many providers, the senior care communities at all levels Many of them are deciding that they've had enough. They are no longer willing to pay to play. And there's one huge provider out there, and then you've got about eight or ten other ones trying to you know, latch onto their coattails and trying to be them. So I wanted to spend just a few minutes today to talk about how these quote, unquote, free referral services really work? And then how would you know if this particular service is like what I've discussed on the radio today? I've had some people say, oh, I'm, I, I'm not sure if, if it really works that way. I talked to so-and-so, they were so nice. And I would just remind you that being nice has nothing to do with their business model. <laughs> of course they're nice. They're trying, you represent a great big fat giant kickback. (laughs) So, so when they look at you, it's like the cartoons, you know, they they look at you like, like your dinner or something. Okay. So, uh, you are, you represent a giant kickback. So, of course, they're going to be nice. So, don't, don't be, uh, don't be thrown off guard by that. So, here's how you break this down. So first of all, this is how they work. They get paid for their sales and marketing efforts, these free referral services. And they actually go around knocking on every single door of each and every senior care community, independent living, assisted living, memory care, and long-term care. And now some have even expanded that to home care providers. And they'll say something like this, hello, whoever they're calling, insert senior care community here. I'm so-and-so with, insert free referral service here. You know, we're really good at sales and marketing and we would just love to partner with you and enter into a business relationship with you. So here's what we can do for you. With all of our sales and marketing efforts, we will develop leads. So you, the consumer, the family, you're the lead, by the way, isn't that exciting? Uh, And then we'll send that lead to you. Now, some may be needing care immediately, some may just be just looking around and nowhere close to that. You, Mr. or Mrs. Senior Care Community, you will follow up with that lead and you will get them in the door. You will give them a tour and you will close them. You're going to close the deal. You're the deal, by the way. So closing the deal, that's up to you. If our lead chooses your place, you will owe us 50% of the first month's cost. 100%, Hundred percent, maybe even a hundred and fifty percent of the first month's rent. Is that a deal? And that's that's what they do. Some of these companies have huge departments of I don't know how many people. It's just a full on campaign. To pitch their services and sign up new providers, it's unbelievable. But guess what? A lot of them are no longer willing to pay to play. They're like, "Wait a minute! If we're going to pay you two or three thousand dollars, or fifteen hundred, or six thousand, whatever the amount is, for all these people, we we would rather just spend that internally." and not just be one of several places that you send the referral. I think we're going to control that ourselves internally and have a lot more control over that and, frankly, have a higher quality of lead. So here are a few major issues with this. So when a senior care community gets a lead from their business partner, then the sales and marketing people, they're each competing with several other places that also got that same lead at the same time. So now, it's literally a race to see who can get to you first. And some of these referral services actually train their business partners, so their customer, their client is not you, it's the, it's the assisted living community, the memory care community, the nursing home, the independent living community. That's their customer. Some of these places actually train their customers. The first one to the lead closes a much higher percentage than if you wait even 24 hours. That's pretty neat, isn't it? They also train their customers, their business partners, how to upsell you and move you out of your budget and, and convince you to spend more, which is good for them, but is that really good for you? So you could literally have 10 to 15 aggressive sales representatives pouncing on you immediately. Your phone will blow up with all of the calls, and they'll continue to call you even if you ask them to stop. And how do I know this? Just check out the Better Business Bureau and read reports from real clients. They'll try to convince you to choose their place, even if it's not the best fit for you, because after all, they're just trying to make a sale. And you will never hear about another place that may be a better fit if it isn't on their list. Because guess what? They're not getting paid by places who haven't agreed to contract with them. They get paid by the places they recommend when you choose the place on their short, incomplete list of business partners. Now, these free referral services do not contract with every single provider available, and there are many great providers not willing to play that game. So here's how you can tell if the free referral service works just like I described. Ask them one simple question. What do you charge for your service? And if they say, oh, no charge at all, we're free, then now you know, there you have it. If they're free to you, then they're getting paid by their business partners, their real customers and clients, the communities that gladly pay them thousands and thousands of dollars in kickbacks. So the free referral services work for the communities, not for you. They don't work for you and that's why they are free. Proceed with caution. This has been a Consumer Alert, brought to you by Senior Care Live. All right, I'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so after the consumer alert about these free, quote-unquote, free referral services, I would love to tell you about a service that is literally the polar opposite of what I just described. It's a service that is completely unbiased totally objective and works in the best interest of you and your family you want to know what that is that's right it's my firm senior care consulting i like to you know the longer i go through this the more and more just there's so many things that become just crystal crystal clear i like to say now that senior care consulting offers a placement service with integrity and what that means is this is an ethical service, it's an ethical business with ethical people. And and okay, so I, I'm gonna go there. So getting paid by the places you recommend while appearing to work for the family when you actually work for the the, the, the facilities that you partner with, in my opinion, that, that's not so ethical. Not ethical at all, and and I went there. There you go. Uh, I don't I don't like these services. I, you know what? There I'm sure there's some good people working in the business, etc. I just don't know how you sleep at night doing that. I I don't. I've it's never ever crossed my mind to receive a kickback from one of these providers. And trust me, I've been offered the moon over all of these years, and yet almost 20 years into it, I have never received a single penny from any care provider. So anyway, so let's jump into this. So with Senior Care Consulting, we just have such a straightforward process. Just did this last week for a couple of different clients, new clients, first and foremost, we have to know what we're looking for. We have to identify the level of care, the type of care, the payment method, location parameters, and any personal preferences and needs. So uh, we call that our care profile. It's a geriatric care assessment. And in fact, it's a proprietary geriatric care assessment. We have a six-page worksheet that we go through. It's uh, basically a good discussion with the family and the caregivers and the individual, if that is applicable. We ask a lot of questions about their capabilities and their needs and their medical situation, their social situation, and there's just, there's a lot to it. But again, we determine the right level of care, type of care, payment method, location, personal preferences and needs. So once we have that, now we know what we're looking for. So Senior Care Consulting, we research the entire marketplace, not some short incomplete list of providers giving us a giant kickback. That's ridiculous. We research the entire marketplace and identify the top providers meeting your exact needs. Again, driven by the care profile. So we're going to go see the top providers that check all the boxes. Then the next step, we actually go out with you and we tour the communities with you. So we go together. We're there to get a good look, see everything that we need to see, meet some people. Uh, It's an excellent interaction. And while we're there, we ask a lot of questions. Uh, Frankly, most of them, I I think most people wouldn't even know to ask. I've been an administrator of long-term care communities, assisted living communities, memory care communities. I think I look at this differently than a lot of other people. So we ask a lot of questions, gather a lot of information. We're in and out of each place in about an hour or so. It doesn't take too long. Um, and let's, let's see, so just in just a few hours, maybe you know, three, four, five hours, my clients are done. They're, they're completely finished with this. Now it's been reported to me over all of these years by lots and lots of people that they spent they, and they were trying to do their homework they were really trying hard to get it right they did their best they spend 50 to 100 hours running around looking at all these places spending all this time and they still don't have confidence in the place they chose senior care consulting clients get through this by you know, 12 30 1 o'clock on a day, and and you're done. Three, four hours, you're done. Right, so it's just a huge, huge time saver. But then the output of this entire process, I call it our summary report. It contains every question asked, every piece of information discovered, Uh, We calculate exact staffing ratios. We report to you what the state found in its most recent surprise health inspection. There is a wealth of information on the top providers meeting your exact needs. So now you have that information in hand. You know exactly what you need. You've gone out into the market. You've met the people. You've seen the places. Now you have all of the detailed information, and I mean a lot of information in your hand, and now you and your family are in the best position possible to make a decision with confidence and move forward knowing you did your best. You didn't just take a flyer, you didn't throw a dart, you didn't listen to the well-intentioned but misguided information you heard at the water cooler or a neighbor or whatever. Okay, You did your own research. It was as thorough and as objective as it could be, and you did your best. And you can move your loved one to a great community. Well, Steve, I don't know. I, I heard there are a lot of providers out there that aren't very good. Well, yeah, that that's true. And my clients don't go there because I know which ones we should consider and which ones we will not consider consider right so i i have a a commercial running right now that talks about two steps away and the second step of that is knowledge knowing which providers can meet your exact needs so this is part of what you're paying for and our business model is a flat fee for service for a reasonable fee for service we work for you so our clients retain us just like you'd retain an attorney or a tax accountant or any other professional service provider that helps you through a process. This is the process that we help our clients through. There's no other service like this, not even close. We do roll out the red carpet for you. We even meet you where it's convenient for you to meet. We've met clients in the hospital and rehab centers, at their place of employment, at their home, uh, over coffee, at a nearby coffee shop. Whatever it takes we bend over backwards for you and your family, and we're all working in the best interest of your loved one. And that's just how I think this should be. It just makes sense to me. It never made sense, ever. It wasn't even a thought to ask these, these communities for a kickback, even though they offered it. it. It was never even a thought. So if you're considering reaching out for help, your search and selection process, and you're being bombarded all over the internet, and radio ads, television ads, and you know we're free, and it's a free service to you. Look, these folks are not volunteers. This is not charity. They're making massive mountains of money, but you have to understand their business model, just like I talked about in the last segment. They're paid by the places they recommend, and I think that's a gross conflict of interest, and I won't have anything to do with it. So, If you're looking for a placement service with integrity that will do an unbelievable job for you and your family, reach out to Senior Care Consulting, 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800, or online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week, right here